Welcome to the Love That For Us podcast. Come hang out with us as we explore a holistic approach to entrepreneurship, wellness, and navigating relationships in adulthood. We'll be getting vulnerable about life and dishing the business expertise we've learned along the way. Interviewing industry professionals, all while you get your weekly dose of girl talk and heart to hearts. We're your hosts, Carissa Emiko and Ashton Brooke. And this is the Love That For Us podcast. Welcome, everyone. That was the first time. That was the first welcome of our podcast that, that has ever happened. L-T-F-U. L-T-F-U. <laughs> okay. I, can we just take a moment? Let's just take a moment. I can't believe this is happening. I love you so much. Aww, I'm I excited so much. to just get to know everybody listening and love them too. You guys, welcome to the Love That For Us podcast. We're so excited. Uh, we're going to start each episode like this, so we're just going to get right into like a little catch us up. Ashton, tell us what the heck is going on in your life right now. All right. A little recent catch up for me. I am a solo girl at home. I have had the last basically two years working at home with Will my husband, and he just started yesterday a new job, which is very exciting. And I love that for him, but I don't love that I'm home alone that anymore. For you. <laughs> Why is that, Ashton? Does it have something to do with like the kitchen area of the home? It surely does. And that is because I have to make myself food every day, which Will is like just a dynamite chef. And this he- is true. He doesn't, he's not here to provide that for me anymore, which is so, so sad. You have to fend for yourself, sadly. Yes. So that is new in my world. Um, just adjusting to that and being home alone most days. So you guys, Ashton and I have this funny, it's, it's not even funny. Actually, it's just sad for me. It's great for her. It's sad for me. Whenever we're meeting on Zoom or FaceTiming, I swear on my entire life, like Will brings her a plate of food that is like hot, fresh, fresh off the the grill, homemade 10 step, 30 it's step true. recipe, like the most beautiful dish. Every single time we're we're on Zoom or on a FaceTime, he just like serves her a meal. Yeah. And without I, me I really have, asking. And I have to watch her eat it. This like beautiful meal. And then it I'm is like so making, funny how much that has happened in our friendship. Like I it doesn't phase me anymore. Like no. I used to call it out and now I'm just like, what are Ugh. you eating? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, it's a homemade ramen bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay, you catch so, us up. Wait, wait, I, rewind. Um, I wanna know what you ate for breakfast this morning. Like what are you making for yourself now? So I did make oh I planned last night and I made overnight oats, which was fine. She's a planner. Mm. I do have mm. food in the crock pot right now, which I feel like is a big, big deal. You put it in the crock pot? I or did. Will, will put no, it I did. I looked up a <laughs> recipe and I was like, I'm going to try to have food ready for us because that just feels wow. like a good wife thing to do for... You're just going to like have dinner on the I table know. when Will comes home from work. Literally not you at all. I'm going to be Betty Crocker. So <laughs> catch me That's here so doing good. that. Yeah. Oh, I love that for you. Thanks. <clears throat> What's what's new with you? Catch us up. Okay. We got a new puppy. <laughs> so fun. It's been a lot. She's the cutest. Her name is Nova. So we have a dog. We've had a dog for, gosh, how long have I had Kira? For like seven years maybe. Um, and she's like the queen of the house, like entitled, cutest, best, worst girl we call her. Um, so having another dog is a huge adjustment. She's, we have a, she's a 
cocker spaniel dachshund, I think. So it's like a a cocker spaniel wiener dog, like a my mom called her a cockadoc. <laughs> a, cock, a cocker spaniel dachshund. Amazing. A and she's so sweet, um, but she's been like a little sassy with Kira. So we'll see. We'll see how it, how it gets on. But I think Two females. Be best. Yeah. And they're – but like she'll like kind of like do stuff to Kira and Kira just like looks at her like unfazed. Like mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't do anything back. She's just like, bitch. Who do you Girl. think you are? Like, she's just, yeah, like, mm-mm. so that's helpful. If they were both yeah. going at after each other, I wouldn't like that. But that's what's new. It's been puppy mode. We got her like less than a week ago. So, but she's like trained fresh. and like, you don't have to like she's potty not, train and stuff. She's potty trained. She's potty trained. She needs training though. Like she's not a good walker. Mm. She like, she, I taught her to sit in like 10 seconds. Like she's super smart, but she just kind of needs some of those different things. So the, the cool thing about her is she really wants to be a good girl. Like she's really, she's she has really, it in her. she, no, she like, like if she's doing something like digging in the part of the yard, I don't want her to be in. And I call her, she like immediately comes to me like, Oh yes, mom. Like she just, she, she's, she's, she's so a good girl. Cute. She's so cute. I love her. And she's a cuddle bug. She Two just- dogs are fun. Like, especially once they're really getting along, I think it's just going to be so, I don't know. It's just cute. Like when we got our yeah. second, it was just like, everything's better with two. I don't know why that is, but if you have two dogs, you know, it's just like, they're just like it's doing cute. stuff together and you're like, oh, cute. Love that for them. Yeah, They, they played <laughs> together for the first time. Yes. Last night which was like a big deal because they played together when they met at someone else's house, but they didn't know they were going to be sisters. So they were probably like friends. And then they Mm -hmm. were like, why are you in my home? So they played together. It was really cute. Love that. Love it. How many times are we going to say that? Do you think? I don't know. Take a shot every time we say (laughs) love that for us. (laughs) Every (sighs) episode. (laughs) Okay. What are, we're going to talk about today on the docket. Episode one. Episode one of the Love That For Us podcast. We're so happy you guys are here. I know. Um, some of you might know us and some of you might not know us at all. I actually don't know how you're here right now in this moment listening to this episode if you don't know us, but that makes me really happy <laughs> that you found us somehow. Um, but we're going to kind of go over like how we met our friendship origin story, if you will. <laughs> Yeah. Of, of us, which is cute. It's, this is going to be cute to relive it together right now as we go through. I know. I think it'll be good just laying a foundation. Like, why are these two girls having a podcast and what business do they have podcasting together? This maybe will help. I don't know. Just backtrack and tell you our experience as friends together. And it is fun to relive. I don't know why I love our friendship story, but. I do. It's a special, special. one. And we've like, we've always worked together. Um, our entire friendship. And I feel like people, I don't know, that's a warning, right? People say like, don't work with your best friends. Like that's, that's a thing. I feel like a lot of people can't work with their best friends, which is fine. Like that's good if you know that about you and your best friend, or like sometimes you you can't live with your best friend. Like you can't be roommates, Mm -hmm. but we've just always worked together and we didn't know how to have our friendship for a second there without it. Um, and we've been through like a hilarious amount of conflict in our friendship, which we're going to talk about. But because of that, we have such good communication with each other. And we kind of just want to set the stage for how we communicate, 
like what to expect of our communication on this podcast. And I feel like telling our friendship story is just going to help really, help really, what's the word? Help set the stage. I don't know. Set the stage. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Set the stage. Okay. So we tell it. Why don't you tell everyone really our first point of contact? Okay. Because I slid into your DMs. You really did. (laughs) I really did that. Okay. So this was, what year are we in? 2017, Oh my gosh. It feels so long ago. I know. Okay. 2017. This was when Instagram pods were like hot and popping. So if you don't know what an Instagram pod is, they're like detrimental currently to your (laughs) like engagement and the algorithm and all that. But Instagram pods back then were basically like you get a group of like five to 10 people together. And every time you post, you would like, you you guys would be in a group DM. And every time you post, you would like, this is funny to say it out loud. This is like a dumb thing we did, but it worked. (laughs) We would go, I feel so silly. We would go Tell everybody in that group we posted and then everybody would go comment on it. Yeah, and you it would DM like, your recent post to the group yeah. chat. And it's like, and I don't know, we must have been on Instagram all day long because like you would try to do it as fast as possible because that's how the algorithm yes. is telling Instagram like, oh, this person's popular, like boost their their engagement, like push them out. And right. Like that's how dumb the Instagram algorithm used yeah. to be. It would be like, whoa, 10 people commented on your post. We must show this to everybody. Yeah. And it literally worked. Like I grew, it used to be so easy to grow an mm-hmm. Instagram account. And I made like Excel spreadsheets with like a hundred people and put people in different pods. Ashton was one of them. I like scoped out people I wanted to be friends with. And I like, I was in like 10 pods with 10 people. That's insane. I was like, you would have an Excel sheet for Instagram I did pods. do that. And I was, I was going, it wasn't fun. I don't recommend, I mean, don't recommend that anyway for social media strategy now. But anyway, Ashton was one of the ones I wanted to be friends. How did you you find me? Because I don't know if I was following you. I think no, you were because you because you knew who I was when I DM'd you. Remember, you were like trying to play it cool. (laughs) Yeah. So she slides in and goes, "Do you want to? I'm starting a pod. Do you want to be in it?" And we like scrolled back in your phone and looked at this, right? I know. I need to post a screenshot. I sent you like a a nicer message than that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I let's say I sent her a paragraphs worth. Ashton's response and I quote sure sure with an exclamation point if I remember right because like uh, okay that sounds more like me than just like sure I don't know if you sent a paragraph but I sent something because I was like (laughs) explaining like (laughs) and I played it so cool for some reason to be like so cool I guess but then we were then we we were were in in the pod and then we got to know each other and then our other friend Liza, hi Liza, shout out Liza. I remember was like, get me in that pod, Ashton, get me in that pod. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> yeah. And so she did we add the her. Pods. We added her. Um okay, so then we just kind of got to know each other through that. We started following each other, talking to each other more closely. And then Liza and I about- yeah. yeah. Liza and I were part of a like photography workshop and we're like helping like lead and like educate there. And there was like this free ticket giveaway that Carissa entered because she saw that we were like helping host this workshop in 2018. So she applies you to like win the ticket and she does. 
which is so new crazy I like knew I was gonna win remember I was like yeah I, I just I like had this weird I really wanted to go and I didn't even get a ticket because I was like I'm gonna win the free ticket like I just had this knowing that I was gonna win and then I won and then she out won of like I think over 100 a hundred people, of people. Yeah. so that's how we like met in person is you we all met up in Oregon for this workshop and um leading up to that we kind of planned Liza Chris and I to hang out like after the workshop ended I don't know why probably literally this pod this engagement pod we were in. yeah and we were like let's spend another day in Oregon together before we fly out and just like hang somewhere which is very brave of us for never having met in so person brave. like I'm gonna go in a hotel room with you and I don't really know you <laughs> yeah so fast forward, it's May of 2018, and we are meeting on this staircase of this large cabin that's hosting all these photographers, and we see each other, and Chris just like runs up to me, and we It was like bear a Romeo-Juliet. Like, you were Romeo, I was Juliet, or vice versa. I don't know who was up in the balcony, but you were like, there was like this, I don't know, indoor Landing. terrace loft. Yeah thing and like I came I I have a very vivid memory of this I like do I too. came in into this like Oregon home there was like trees everywhere around and you like come to the top of the staircase and I see you and we were just like like ah. I swear angels were singing <laughs> there was like oh friendship and we like ran into each other's arms like we had known each other forever yeah what and we literally had never I don't know that we had any like genuine conversation before that no it's not like we were connecting really well or facetiming no. or talking on the phone or anything like that which is so, so funny because we lived you no could say, like I was in Florida you were in California we were we didn't even have mutual friends like this was just such a funny we just knew our hearts we knew, knew. it was friendship love at first sight yes one could say so instant instant bff connection um after the, the workshop was great we all bonded a ton. And then after the workshop, we went to the, <laughs> the quirkiest, um, it's a, ch- it's, it's like a, a chain, right? I mean, like there's multiple in Oregon. Um, yeah, it's like a hostel called, hotel. Yeah. It's called McMinimins and it's like kind of creepy, kind of cool. If you're there, you should honestly check it out. It was cool. But like, I think, am I making this up? They, they take like old school, um, ground private school grounds or like something like that or like old college campuses or something because yeah, it's like very like, spread out yeah they like use these i don't know pieces of land that were kind of meant for something else similar ish and turn them into these super quirky weird hotels with kind of creepy pa- remember all the creepy paintings on the walls yes very odd but it's very and historic and like yes there is an experience about it they have like restaurants i think on site and like this big like outdoor spa, like hot tub thing, like giant. And, and we, I don't know if it was normal to wear your robes around, but we oh felt yeah, they like give you these big white robes, and we wore them everywhere. We wore them were to we, dinner. I think other people were too, right? Or was it just us? no? We put on these robes. And we're like, let's go to the restaurant, and we walk in in our robes. But everyone was looking and smiling at us because they're like, oh, we have those robes too, but we didn't wear them to dinner, like you idiots. We wore them. We wore them everywhere. We like yeah. didn't wear normal clothes around the property. We only wore our robes. No I idea why. I love that. Um, okay, tell us about the hot tub. Okay, so we go <laughs> after dinner, and we just 
soak for like three hours in this hot tub and just have the most like beautiful soul connecting conversation. Again, this is Carissa and Liza and I, so the three of us. And we, I cannot, I don't even know if we should even spend time explaining it, but it was just like that night will forever be just like us feeling like we've known each other for our whole lives. And we felt so much like, I don't know. It was just like, we know this is not the end of like us in our Yeah. It was lives. a very like divine spiritual. We spent like four or five hours in this hot tub. It was like a, not a hot, hot tub. It was like a warm hot tub, which yeah. is so don't, don't be scared for our health. We were okay. Yeah. Um, but it was just very divine and beautiful. And we were like, we decided to start our own workshops together. Um, okay. So then the yes. next morning we went to, what's the name of that waterfall? I'm going to make, no, that's the hotel. McMenamins. No, it's Molten, like Multnomah. Multnomah. Oh, is that how you say it? I'm like, this is a really famous waterfall and we're butchering no. it. I think that's it. Don't Something call like us that. out. Oregonians. It's that Multnomah-ish sounding yeah. waterfall. So we go there and we go to breakfast there. And I just had this like, it was so funny. We're sitting there and I was just, we're like so happy about how we became friends. And we're like, this is so beautiful. And I was like, I feel like we're going to have so much conflict. Yeah. Cause and- we had decided to let's start our own workshop. Like this is some so fun. We clearly have a lot of passion here. And then Carissa had this like message from the Lord. That was like- I literally had a message from the Lord that was like, you guys are going to have so much conflict, but it wasn't just that it was like, you're going to be so close because of it, but like yeah. buckle the F but up. Be We're ready. about to, yes. Like, and it, and it was so funny because looking back now, that's like, that sounds like a doomsday like message, but we were like, how beautiful like we're like we're like crying (laughs) we're like crying about the conflict we're about to experience and we did so we started doing these workshops together I've just never had more conflict with any friend in my friends. Like it was like drinking from a fire hydrant the way that our lives went from zero to a hundred together like we were constantly zooming constantly like planning and we just went straight to work like we had no idea really the foundations of like our personalities for each other and like how we're going to work, how we're going to communicate. And then it was just like, you are in the weeds with these people, which kind of forces your hand to just figure it out. And I don't know, trial by fire, but there was definitely like tension. Yeah. Like we, we just met and agreed to like go into this giant business venture when you really look at it together knowing nothing about each other, like, right. Or like, no, yeah, we could hang out and like have fun, but like to run a business with somebody like that, you, you see, you see everybody's like true colors when you run a business with them. Right. And so I feel like we just all saw the good, bad and the ugly in each other, like from the start. But we also just had this like very innate, deep love for each other that was so pure alongside that that it like worked like yeah it, there we we had such a deep trust that like n- no one was going to abandon anybody during this conflict I would say would you agree right. with that totally I also think for me I felt like this was such a beginning of like growth with relationships that I hadn't had before like yeah in the past it could just be like being passive aggressive or like shutting down and like we were just kind of forced to like 
I need to understand you and I want to be understood. And, um, that's, you also like taught us about the Enneagram for the first time. And so that was really interesting because it just opened our eyes to more like styles of conflict and what people are motivated by or might like struggle with. And that was, that was totally new for me. And I think Liza hadn't known her. She didn't know her Enneagram either. Um, so that is just a pivotal point for me specifically with like developing better skills with people in Mm -hmm. close community with myself and like people who are close in my community that I like want to be in relationship in a healthy way. Um, that sounds like silly. Cause I'm like, I was a full adult, but also I just haven't. It's so different when like you trust a friend to be a mirror for you. Like yeah. that, I think we have so many different types of friendships in our lives, but like this friendship that we entered into, like was so sacred from the beginning. And Oh, not me getting teary eyed. <laughs> and, uh, and it, that's what it was. It was like, we didn't let each other be less than the greatest versions of ourselves. Like we, mm, <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Tears. Like uh, that really was what was what it was looking back. Like I think if you have conflict with friends, I mean, everybody will have conflict with their friends, but like, I don't know, your friend makes a comment that hurts your feelings and you just like let it go or you internalize it or you think it's about you. Like if you or I like made a comment like that, we'd literally be like, that hurt my feelings. Like, what did you mean by that? And like, Mm -hmm. like we'd like break everything down like a lot. There was really no (laughs) avoiding or I don't know. It it took time. I mean, we ended up what planning these workshops for like two years, roughly. Yeah. So which they were very stressful. Like it was so fun, but it's so much work. And Carissa is a very like she was between the three of us, the person who was just like, I want the way that we present our education to be like top notch and like the slideshows to be really pretty and like sh- Liza and I are a little bit more like go with the flow and like, it'll be great. And we want to, we want to educate really well, but she's like, I want visual. I'm like, like, it needs to be pretty. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) that level of excellence just took so much time and thought and care. And I wish I had like a clock just like timing us for how many days we were on zoom calls together. It was insane. And we didn't, plan the best with our time too. Like in that era of our lives, we were like, Oh no, we were all like burnt out. We all had full wedding schedules and it was just wild, but. Oh yeah. Did we even say we did that we were wedding photographers? I don't even know. Oh yeah. Fully said that. That's like what our workshops were for, for wedding (laughs) photographers. Yeah. Um, we were like flying all over the place. Like we hosted a workshop in Sedona. So we like flew out there to like plan and like figure out where we want to shoot and just like we were just zipping around little world travelers um and we go to each other's homes right you lived in florida liza lived Mm -hmm. in ohio i was in california and we were seeing each other like every other month like we were like it was a lot flying and it was crazy so anyway when we were like young 20s with energy (laughs) back all the way back then um no, that would feel actually so much harder now as mm-hmm. a 30 year old. <laughs> yes. Okay. So conflict, conflict, conflict. <laughs> resolution, like resolution, so resolution. resolution, 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 <laughs> resolution. <laughs> and um, 
within there, I had started network marketing with with my last company and literally begged Ashton for like oh a year gosh. to do it with me. Like the the harassment the way that went on. She begged me. And the not way. like in an, an you were just like, Ashton, you should do this. You're gonna be so good at it. And I was like, I don't know how to tell you this for the 14th time. Like, no. And I was like, then then for the 15th time, I'm gonna tell you that you need to do this and this is why. And we'll talk about that in another episode probably because yeah. there were some limiting beliefs and fears behind your no. Not I wasn't me. being I wasn't being I saw your greatness. She really did. And <laughs> I, I saw, saw your greatness. <laughs> not that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were but, like adding a new business into your life, which was yeah. crazy. Honestly, looking back, all that we were doing and you're like, I'm going to do this too. I know. And then you did eventually say yes. And I did. You did crush it as I knew you would. <laughs> and, um, and we started teaching together again. So like we kind of had backed off workshops a little bit because of the pandemic, we could no longer host workshops. And I think we were so burnt from the planning that it was like, honestly, very good timing for us three to step back from that. And, but we really missed teaching together. Like we had such a fun flow of like educating and sharing and just like this back and forth, which I think is why we honestly are so excited to podcast too, because we just love the back and forth. Um, the banta. The banta. The banta. And so, yeah, we started teaching about like network marketing together. We were doing um, like social media coaching and mindset. Ash and I mm-hmm. love coaching on mindset and we just, we love it. Like we love teaching yeah. together. It lights it's our up. sweet spot. Uh, we're good at it. We, we have like a really good teaching chemistry and that's really where like this podcast was kind of born from too, is just that back and forth that we love, which is awesome. Um, okay. So (laughs) let's talk about our friendship crisis that we had. Oh my gosh. Right. Well, you also stepped back from photography in the pandemic. I did not. Um, I pivoted a lot more to like online, like we were educating in workshops in person. And then because the pandemic, I switched to like online education and courses and coaching just in my own photography business. And was that just like took a front burner? We we say back burner, but do we, can we say front burner? Oh, I'm probably oh. trying to say center stage. No, but I like the front burner because front we burner. always say back burner, but nobody says front burner. And no. well, you heard you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Things take the front burner and <laughs> trademark <that> was- <laughs> Ashton. <laughs> front burner TM. <laughs> TM. <laughs> um, so so education and weddings and all of that like was there was just too much. And actually Will and I were planning to move and we I think at that point like found a house. This was like spring of 2022. And I was like, I have to get something has to give. I'm so fried. And so I told Chris that I have to step back from this and like, just let network marketing take the back burner, take the back burner. So we weren't like teaching together and it just like took away kind of our last thing that we were like doing with work in between ourselves. And, and we had such a deep friendship, but honestly, the, the consistency of our friendship was because we worked together. And so like we would have a meeting for a FaceTime for like 
something for work and then we'd talk to each other for two hours before that meeting even started. So like we had such depth, but it wasn't us that made us like keep talking. Does that make sense? Like I think it does. That brought us together. It was work that kept bringing us together, like physically with time. Like that's what was bringing us together. And so when we didn't have work, we didn't have like habits in place where I was like, honestly, just texting you to check up on you or to, just to say hi. Right. Like those, those like muscles, friendship muscles, like where they did the baby muscles, like they didn't exist. Like, right. So, so yeah, summer of 2022, we were like moving across the country and I was just trying to keep my sanity and Carissa texted me and I don't remember exactly what he said, but she basically was like, I don't, feel connected to you and it's making me really sad and are you okay are we okay and it was just this like I felt so much guilt because there truly was nothing wrong but we just needed to have this like heart to heart about like oh my gosh we have never had a season where we're not constantly in communication and working and then having like life conversation during our meetings and we want that and we want our friendship to sustain outside of work but we've never had that in these four years. At that point, it was like about four years. So, and when I look back, like, cause I was so scared that you didn't want to be my friend anymore for some reason. Like, I don't know why, I wonder what I was going through at the time. I like can't remember, but I just remember having this feeling of like, does she not want to be my friend? Like, I don't, I, I was trying to figure out what was going on in our friendship and I just couldn't. And I think it's like when you're dating, it's like when you're dating somebody and you're like playing this game of like, who likes who more? Like, I don't want to seem too desperate. Like I got in this weird, like friendship version of that, where I was like, she's not reaching out to me, but I'm not really reaching out to her. But like, like it felt very vulnerable for me mm-hmm. of, like, am I going to be the one with like my heart, my friendship heart on the line? <laughs> Makes me and sad. I know. And, and we talked on the phone and we worked through it and we were like, we don't know how to be friends like without working together. <laughs> like we were like, we literally <laughs> just don't know how, like we just literally never done it. And so we kind of made a plan and- of like, let's just be better at checking in. Like I, we want to just have more regular phone calls and check-ins. And we we're like, that's a good plan. And then I don't know, maybe a month <laughs> goes by and Carissa, had, Carissa, you had started your like web design and branding company yeah. that summer yeah. or something. And yeah. September, it was like a year ago, like September, 2022. Yeah. So she's like, can I rebrand your photography business and redo your website and like basically create templates that I can use for my business based off your website. And I was like, that sounds so fun. So we did that, which is where we like met up again. And you did my whole rebrand and my whole website, which I'm obsessed with. Looks so, so good. Fun. That and was then, a crazy week of yes. like, yeah, it was a lot, but we did it again to ourselves. But we always do this. We like pile so much into a short amount of time. Because we don't live near each other. Yeah. It's not not fair. It's not fair. It's not. So that was super fun working together on that. And then you also, two months later after we launched, you joined a new company. 
Yeah, I transitioned, I pivoted, which was really scary, which I'm sure we'll talk about in the future on here and joined a new company and Ashton had already been, had taken a step back with network marketing and I didn't have to beg you for a year this time. <laughs> I was just no. like, and I was much more like, less. You were like, take of, it or leave it. I'm doing yeah. this and I want you to, but. Right. And I, I wasn't like, you have to do this. I was like, I totally understand if you don't want to do this because right. you've, you've been in this industry before and you know what it takes and you know what it's like. And, but like, this is why, like, and, and I was like, and honestly, I would really freaking love to work with you again. Like we were like, yeah. that does sound fun. Yeah. Somehow, somehow I said yes, but because in my mind I was so done with that, like business concept and just like the way it kind of drained me. I didn't see a lot of like, um, inspiration in that anymore for myself. And it felt like I had kind of called a good boundary for my work life, but I just had this like feeling that wouldn't go away of like, what if, like, what if I just went with her and tried it and I don't have to like put all my eggs in this basket and I feel a little bit like loose about the results and that's okay with me. Um, so I joined you and now we work together again (laughs) and I love it and And we love it. And we have now learned the friendship piece from that little season of like work, not being the only thing that brings us together. Um, also do you remember, I mean, we still do this sometimes, but like I think this was a little cute plan we had made in that like phone call was like we both felt so busy with our lives and we were like this does feel hard to have a long distance like best friend and like how do we do this we like made this little plan to just like text each other a heart like yeah how cute are we to just text <laughs> each other a heart like if we were like I don't have the capacity today or the literal time or whatever to like have a full blown two hour catch up FaceTime with you. But like, I want to show you that I love you and that I'm thinking about you. And I'm just going to like text you a little orange heart. Yeah. We would text hearts just back and forth every week. Like, and I love you. I know. But we wouldn't even say like, we wouldn't even like say like, I love you. Hope you're having a day. Like it would literally just be like the heart. heart. And then you just like (laughs) knew that the other person was like, Across the country thinking of you, which is like so cute. I'm crying again. I know. That's so cute. We generally and, feel connected through that. And I think that's a yeah. simple way. I, I mean, so many people have long distance friendships. Like in adulthood, it's like, I feel like so many people even to, we're not, we didn't go to college together, but like have best friends from college mm-hmm. and then like people move home. It's just, it's hard to have a local friends to you when you're an adult sometimes. It's hard to have be- literally most of if not all of my best friends do not live anywhere near me and to keep up regularly is just not my personality and it's very draining to me. And so to have people that's like, we're good. We like, we know where we stand and just have that little mutual understanding. Like when I send a heart, like, you know what this means? Like this is me thinking of you and we'll find time, you know, in the future to catch up and connect again. But I love that. That was a really cute idea. That was cute of us. Um, so I feel like, and now here we are doing a podcast here we are. together. Like we're, we're all caught up. That's our friendship story. And we really, I mean, we don't really have conflict. I can't even remember our last conflict. Oh, we About had like a podcast. little, <laughs> we had like a little one. No, that was wasn't little. even, it wasn't even conflict. But, 
it like was, but it wasn't scary because we've done it so much. And no. And I told Carissa, yeah. like we're, we're just talking through something that like we didn't see eye to eye on cause we're so different, but I was telling her, I'm like, I don't even feel like stressed at all in this conversation. Like, I feel like we just know how to talk through things we don't really agree on, but like super respectfully. And we do have such a trust that we want what's best for the other person. And we value the other person so highly that it's just easy. And I was like, that feels so nice to be like, okay, we're not agreeing, but I'm not, my body's not like anxious about this. Right. I'm not like mad at you and you're mad at me. And something that I think we both did well in that conflict and that we do well in our friendship together is like, we both own our pieces, like, and we can get past, you know, like marriage fights where you're like, it's not actually about the dishes, like what's going on underneath. I think you and I, because that muscle, our conflict muscle is like on steroids. Like it's so big. She's ripped. Like she's ripped. Like it's easy for us to say like, my fear my fear is this and my fear is this. My fear is you'll think this or whatever, whatever it is. Like we can just do that and kind of get to what's going on actually underneath like the topic of the conflict. Mm -hmm. And that's just such a beautiful thing to be able to do with a friend. I think like so much conflict resolution like that is focused on um, like partnerships Mm -hmm. and like marriage or whatever, dating and like friendship to be able to have like beautiful conflict resolution and friendship is so are you trying not to have rbf right now oh no did i oh <laughs> no you were kind of making your face like the like try forcing. not to have rbf <laughs> no i didn't think you were forcing you guys ashton has rbf we'll oh just my say gosh. it we it's have to worst. address it asap we, yeah unless you're only listening to this and then it's won't matter then you, but you can't hear rbf so that's fine thank goodness but <laughs> No, I do. Sometimes we'll be on like team Zooms and Carissa will text me and be like, you have such bad RBF. <laughs> and then I'll just watch Ashton like go from and this. And then she'll see like, me change. Like little upturned smile. It's so it takes funny. so much conscious effort. But I, I feel know. like I haven't had RBF this podcast. I don't think you have the whole time. But I was I'm just so wondering. happy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, no, but you, we don't really let each other... I feel like we never stay surface about like working something out. It's like, yeah, what's the deeper layer? What's the deeper thing that we need to kind of flesh out and right. It's good. Okay. So things to know about our communication. Um, sometimes we can sound like sometimes we, I mean, I don't know if I don't, I wonder how our communication is going to come out on this podcast naturally, honestly, but like in person, we shall say in person, if you see Ashton and I communicate, sometimes you might be like, are you guys are they fighting? Are you guys okay? <laughs> like what's going on? Like, because I think we can just cut, like we're, we don't offend each other easily at all. So like, we're super blunt. Like sometimes we can sound like we're being like bitches to each other, but we're literally <laughs> just like, we're just like efficient. <laughs> we're just yes. like efficient, blunt, yes cutters and we we can we just yeah yeah I think we've learned how it's like I don't really communicate with almost anyone like I do with you because there's just a safety net where I'm like we are both pretty like I don't know would you say that I speak my mind in general or do I hold back I think it just depends on the person you're talking about like talking to you speak your mind with me 
Yeah, we both speak our mind, but like not in a rude. I don't. I don't think it's rude. I think it's just like no, no, no. This is true. No, no, no. We're not rude. <laughs> We're not rude. We're not rude. But I, that will be funny. Like if I forget that other people are listening to this, like how, will that come out? I know. I'm excited to see it come out. <laughs> Chris goes, okay. I wonder what our first conflict's going to be on the podcast while we're recording. And I was like, and I said, that's going to be like so fun to work through that on a podcast. And Ashton's like, oh, uh-huh. interesting. <laughs> is it, it, it going to be fun? Okay. I didn't plan this, but I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to okay. wrap this all up. Yeah. What is something like from our friendship that you have taken away and maybe like applied to your other friendships or like your marriage with Will, like what's something that you feel like is a lesson maybe through our conflict that you've learned that has helped you like in other areas of life? I think that you and I are so different and I have learned (laughs) to value that in someone very, very close and trusted. Like I've never feel threatened by our differences and you have made me learn to respect and honestly welcome different views and different opinions when there's an understanding of like, this is conversation and maybe you're not even trying to like change my mind or anything like that, but we can just share about our experiences or points of view. And there's not like a threat that's looming over us. And that's so valuable to me. I think it's taught me like other people that maybe I have in the past felt threatened if we're like, oh my gosh, we're like really going different ways in this, that, or the other like values and outlooks and stuff. I have just taken that pressure off of like, we don't, we just like don't need to see everything eye to eye for us to maintain a high quality relationship and to bring value to each other. And I think that's just been so, I can't really think of someone else that's taught me that the need for that and how much more normal that's going to be as you get older and like people, other people change, like I'm changing, you're changing and we don't have to stay. Like, like I think back to that night at McMinimins, we were a lot more similar in that yeah. time yeah. and like we were so like much so changed. similar. Yeah. And we've just developed and grown into different people, but I think our value has stayed the same. And Mm -hmm. that's just been a really good lesson for me that I can't really think of another person at that level. That's like taught me that. That's cute. That's not what I thought your answer was going to be. And I love it. What did you think it was going to be? What mine's going to (laughs) be? Yeah. What's yours? But I feel like mine's kind of boring because it's what we've talked about the whole time, but I really feel like, uh Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I can't. I can't. I oh, I'll, oh, I'm a mimicker. We'll talk about that another day. Um, she okay. does mimic me a lot. I'm a mimicker. Okay, so it. I think con. I think the conflict. Sorry, I've said conflict a million times, but like, you have helped it be less scary to be in conflict. I would say with people in general, but especially female friends, like especially female friends, um, giving like another woman the benefit of the doubt that they could like enter back into conflict with me. Like female friendships are so sacred and beautiful and also really difficult because we're like pitted against each other our whole lives. And 
I have been able to like have conflict with other friends that I necessarily wouldn't have easily entered into that if it weren't for like the practice that you and I had with that. Um, and to do it where like, yeah, I still get nervous. <clears throat> I still get nervous, but like just the trust, like you said, like your, our bodies are like, okay, this is not comfortable, but this isn't life or death. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm safe right now. And this, this I didn't agree with, or I have a boundary here. Or I wasn't okay with that. And to just like be a freaking adult and have those, those conversations with people. Um, and, and in turn, like, <clears throat> sorry, in turn, always seeing those relationships get closer and get deeper. And like our friendship has been a proof of that, that the conflict and working through conflict actually does like make make the friendship grow deeper and it's important like it's important to know how to have really good conflict not just with your partner or your pre dating mm-hmm. whatever but with your friends and I think that's not talked about enough like I think I don't either no and that's how you get these like deep sacred friendships these like ride or die friendships is through that like beautiful honesty yeah um and an ability to witness each other in a way where like your your honesty doesn't like threaten my ego and vice versa and we can just like sit there and witness each other and be like okay that's what you're feeling and I know that that's yours and this is what I'm feeling and I know that it's mine and when you can do that with another woman like in a platonic friendship like it's so cool and and it takes I think we've both separately done a lot of personal work. Obviously that takes someone doing personal work and not like just expecting growth to only come when you're having conflict resolution with one other friend or person. Um, You have to know yourself. And I got to know myself so much deeper after meeting you and honestly planning those workshops and really dissecting like things about myself in business that I had not said out loud or been honest about. And, um, that just, I feel like swung the door wide open for my journey of understanding myself and my past and my habits and patterns and thoughts and beliefs and, you know, the whole Mm -hmm. shebang, all, all those things. Right. So I'm curious, like what people who are listening, think about this conversation and like topic and like friends and female friendships in adulthood and things like that. I would, I think it would be fun to hear from people on that and just like, what should we dive into more about? And, you know, we're going to have guests, which is going to be super fun. And like, what can we ask? I don't know, guests about revolving around this topic. I know. I was just thinking, you guys, in true fashion of doing it messy, which our next episode is about, I'm like, wait, how do people tell us that? I'm like, how are people going to message us? <laughs> I know. I think uh, maybe on our <laughs> Instagram. DM us for now. I know. We're, we'll have a website coming. Um, we know it's already love that for us. But pod. we'll have a com. podcast Instagram. They can always DM. Yeah. And that's love that for us pod. Yeah. Um, so you can DM us there. Yes. And then our the next web- episode is going to be soon. super... I think fun just to talk about our personalities and how to show up and do it messy, messy, messy action. Messy. Um, I love you so much. I love you so much. That was so fun. This is so I love fun. This. I love this for us. Love this for us. Okay, okay. So we do need to ask people to do the whole podcast. Oh my gosh. Thing. 
I'm not even it's no shame like we're thirsty for reviews and subscribe like like thirsty. we just we have to be we're thirsty we I'm unashamedly I'm unashamedly thirsty for it because we love this we want to keep doing it and that's a way that we get to keep doing it and connecting with you guys and bringing on people you want to hear and talking about different topics you want to hear so um subscribe press what subscribe follow, follow do leave the a things. review share leave with a, a friend review. share on social media yes oh, all the things all the things please we, we have so, so much. much good stuff planned that we just yeah are excited to get out into the world we have had literally months of like business conversations friendship relationship marriage partnership conversations and i think this is just gonna be the perfect place to bring it all to other bring people. it all together Yes. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.